Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Diane. My name is Pete. And with us today, we also have a special guest. Guest, care to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Leah. Hey, that's three. How exciting. It is. We're very excited to have Leah join us today. Uh, Mix things up a little bit with our podcast. And uh, we have a specific topic that we are interested in speaking about. And that is online dating. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I know so much about this. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't. Well, that's why I'm here. I'm ah. going to educate you. Okay. Yes. I, too, have very little none experience. <laughs> yeah, you would have never, ever done it, eh? Correct. <laughs> okay. Well, I can bring in some perspective from, like, online dating 10 years ago, I guess. Yeah. Because it's probably changed a lot, I'm assuming. Um, But yeah, let's get into this. This sounds fun. Yes. I have used like technology within (laughs) dating, but never online dating as a first point of contact. Yes. So it's interesting because um, many people that I've encountered, I'll I'll, uh, use the example I had dinner with um, two of my cousins uh, just before, just about a couple months ago, and it came up that I was online dating. And people are really interested about it. I mean, they're married and have been for many, many years, but they want to hear about it. They want to ask questions and have specific questions. And so, yeah. Want to know all about it yeah. and live vicariously through you. I don't think it's that so much as just, just it's, um, it's a bit of a mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, it was a mystery to me as well, despite the yeah. fact that I w- have been single for a number of years. So... Yeah, ask away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also hear about it a lot, even just from my friends um, who are doing it as well, and and our our other cousin um, who has had some very interesting stories. So, yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting subject. So, where do we begin, guys? What what are we doing here? Do you have some stats on like some intro? I do. People use it. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. That. So, yeah, that's a great place to start. Um, I'll start with a bit of uh, personal history. Uh, About 16 years ago, friends of my roommate at the time, actually, and this is when Lava Life was pretty much all there was in terms of online dating. Um, They, he met, my roommate met uh, a woman and Mm -hmm. they have since married and have children, you know, wonderful success story. And I remember asking him about it, you know, how what's this online dating thing all about? And he said, I'll tell you what uh, is the key for me, he said, is you get through the initial part quickly. What he meant by that was you get beyond the virtual communication. Uh, get If we feel that we have stuff in common and we're interested in each other mm-hmm. in terms of an online presence, then let's yeah. hurry up and meet in person for coffee or drinks okay. or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that still rings true today. I've heard a lot of stories about people that they get quote unquote matched online mm-hmm. and then a virtual relationship ensues and goes on for a very long time. Oh, and that's not as without having met so as opposed like, to real time relationship. So this is like just like texting or emailing. Exactly. Or, Exactly. No face-to-face. That's correct. Not even like a FaceTime. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. So that's definitely a, a tack that I take as well, is um, 
you know, if we're interested in each other, let's, let's see where it's going Mm -hmm. in real time. That's interesting because, okay, so basically my knowledge of online dating has come from recently reading Aziz Ansari's book, Modern Romance, where he talks about the modern age of dating and meeting people. And that was a key point that was taken out of it was meet the person in person. Yes. You can go on and on with texting or with online and just be filtering through people all day long, but you have to know what it's like with the actual person. And the faster you get to that stage, kind of the better it is. That's right. I totally, I totally agree. One uh, interesting factor about that's this like this virtual dating you're talking about is uh, well, I, let's call it virtual communication. Or virtual communication. I'm, I keep hearing these stories of like people who are even like playing online games together and are like developing relationships. Uh, there's huh. a junior designer at my workplace who we call Marsha. Uh, <laughs> her sister like just met the guy who she's been like online dating in like world of warcraft or something and i think they're getting married now and it's like it's such a bizarre way like that's another form i guess of dating is this whole online kind of persona thing that you can have too yeah i I would call it another form of of meeting yeah yeah online meeting but it's strange because you also are these avatars like it's true you're a different personality almost yeah you and you construct that personality really you could be a role playing right as a a different character and in terms of constructing your reality that's a point i'll come back to later but Mm -hmm. go ahead but anyways fascinating little sidebar yeah huh one of those stories so tell me more about this book diane and what you took away from um well it was very interesting it starts off with a bit of a historical perspective on dating and how people found their uh spouses And he went to a retirement home and brought donuts and talked to all these old people, which I think is kind of cool because... Adorable. Yeah. (laughs) Research with old people, and they're great, and they just want to talk forever. Um, And he found that most people dated and married someone that was in walking distance from their own home where they grew up. And when he actually researched it and did a bit of a sociological study or kind of looked back on the research, right. uh, he found that this was a trend, that people married other people that lived very close to them. Yeah. And I guess the uh, rationale was, I'm a certain age, I want to get out of my parents' house, I can't do that unless I'm married, so I best go find a man, and the shorter I have to walk to go find him, the better it is. That's interesting. And, and the world so. was a smaller place back then as well. Yes, right? and everyone, yeah, talked, knew each other, Um, and we didn't really have the means to be contacting someone miles away to kind of initiate that kind of relationship. Well, and Uh, did it, did it talk at all about how, you know, within a similar neighborhood like that, that you would have a similar background or worldview or, you know, similar value structure? Like I I can see that coming into play a bit as well. That would definitely make sense. I didn't, he didn't, I don't recall him talking about that but that would definitely come into play because it's yeah someone familiar or someone you know your families knew each other that's right you know kind of thing um and it was very it may not have been i think he gets into how our culture is very focused on we have all this choice and options so we should find that one person that soulmate that kind of magical experience that we're looking for rather than I really need to get out of my parents' house 
this gentleman seems real nice and he's got a job and we can buy a house and I'll have my freedom from my parents. This seems like a good deal. I'm going to go with this. And Different motivations. Hey, we could be in love, manly in love. We could be just, you know, good yeah. companions. So, yeah. so, so yeah. I'll bring it back to the history here just for a moment. Oh, yes. Right. Uh, because some of this information uh, surprised me even. Uh, so I spoke about Lava Life about 16 years ago. Um, Match is actually 20 years old wow. as, a, as a company. It's been around for 20 years. Yeah. And um, Match now owns uh, or, or partially owns Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, and Tinder. Oh, oh okay. So they're wow. kind of like not a monopoly, but they're... It's like they're, they're part of a larger conglomerate called Match Group incorporated or something to that effect. It's like how Coca-Cola owns like yeah, all so, the yeah. beverage or like half the beverage industry and you just don't know it. That's true. Exactly. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. Hmm. Um, so some other, and, and to put it also in perspective, uh, globally Match has uh, over 50 million users. Um, over 4 million of those are paid users. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Um, and just going back in also in terms of history, so companies like eHarmony has been around since 2000, not as large a user base, uh, under a million, um, plenty of fish, 2004, okay, Cupid, sorry, plenty of fish, 2003, okay, Cupid, 2004, and then more recent ones, um, coffee meets bagel, 2012. Mm. I've never heard of that one. Uh, Smaller companies, uh-huh. yeah. uh, Bumble, which was started by the CEO from Tinder after she left, after yeah, a sexual yeah. harassment mm-hmm. suit. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. And uh, so that was 2014. And then 2015 was Elite Singles. So Elite just, Singles. Elite Singles. It's just giving you a, a basic rundown of, uh, of some of the sites. What and all that of that there? information came from Wikipedia. DatingAdvice.com or DatingSiteReviews.com. Wonderful. Look at that. A source even. <laughs> this, this lady is pro. You have to cite. <laughs> pro. Question. What is the difference between a paid user and a not paying user? So that's a pretty broad question. Um, I will attempt to answer it by saying uh, some of the advice that I've got from other people over the years is you get what you pay for. Yeah. Okay. I've also heard from other people that have successfully met on unpaid um, sites. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of most of these sites that I just went through, you can be a member without paying, but if you pay for a membership, you have more access, you get more um, opportunities to communicate. You unlock more information. Yeah. And some Uh, of the services are like free for females and then the guys are paying, right? I, th- I remember hearing about that even. I don't. I don't think it's like that. No? as much. No. Okay. What is true is there are, especially with um, specifically Bumble and Coffee Meets Bagel, um, men cannot communicate with women unless the woman has reached out to the man first. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. And this is interesting because one thing that I will share with you about my overall experience in online dating, yeah. some people see online dating as a f- an open forum for virtual catcalling, right. which is a real pain in the butt. Yeah. 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 As much as we've uh, advanced our technology and our culture, we're also like taking three steps back, you know, 
we're going right back to construction workers whistling at passerbys like hey baby <laughs> yeah they're they're still there yeah yeah grand uh, I think that was the funniest part of this book that I read was how he said most men are doofuses and you'll get messages via text or whatever that just say afternoon sex, winky face. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's your communication. <laughs> one of the stats I, I came across today and I actually did not write down, but on, on Match, which is one of the larger ones and arguably one of the more successful sites, uh, 84% of the first uh, contact, which was to message a woman and say, hey, uh-huh. 84% of those uh, went ignored. So <laughs> hmm. you, you need to be... Do more a, a, than hey. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Got to have that catchy, catchy first, yeah, catchy huh. first line. All right. Now, along with that idea of maybe the message is not coming off well, is there a certain amount of message etiquette or things that you are or are not looking for in that initial communication? So, excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no, but we'll see. Um, and and I'll, I'll try not to be long-winded about this, but to, because how I arrived at answering your question, Diane, uh, was, was a process. So I started doing, I started online dating uh, eight months ago. And what I mean is eight months ago, I set up a profile. I chose a site to, to mm-hmm. uh, and for three months, I was just online. Nothing resulted in an actual date. Okay. And I, two things happened. One was I changed uh, sites that I was using. And I also started spending more time and energy it, it, it takes some time mm-hmm. filtering through. Yeah, um, that's what I've, I've read as well. Exactly. It, it really is a demand on your time. So over the past eight months, uh, just by the numbers, I have uh, used seven different dating sites. Wow. Okay. Not at the same oh. time. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only ever two at a time. I'm not that desperate. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and some of them for... Uh, as long as three months, some of them as short as one week where it's just not working and it's time to move on. So along with that, what I have also done is I have written and rewritten my profile many times. Hmm. I feel like it's good. To, it's got to be a lot like your resume, like applying it, for it a job. It basically is. It basically is. Yeah. Yes. Um, so in terms of what that first message reaching out uh, was, um, about a month ago, I revised my profile to include in things that are important to me, I say spending time with family is important to me. Mm-hmm. And I put in brackets, including all four of my brothers. Mm. And then the very bottom section says, it is a, a section that says, you know, what I'm looking for, or you should reach out to me if you are. And this okay. is a place where you describe your potential mate. Okay. Mm-hmm. And within that paragraph, I said, if you feel inclined to message me, please answer, please provide the answer to the skill testing question. How many uh, brothers do I have? Oh, and this is a way to sort of make sure people have read your profile. Basically, it is. Yeah. And I'll tell you, okay. because it is very true that a lot of people just look, look at, at your, your picture. picture and move on. Yeah. Well, look at your picture uh-huh. and respond to you based on that. Yeah. So take a wild guess at the percentage of people that messaged me. With the brother's answer? With a correct answer. I'm going to say 10%. Oh, I was going to say 10 too. Oh. Gosh. So. 
insane. Quiet. Five percent. Five. Wow. Five. We guessed too high. That's crazy. <laughs> I really thought it was going to be one in ten, but so that's I one guess. out of twenty. Yeah. Wow. One out of twenty, and this is okay. this for me. This is a great filtering process uh-huh. because yeah. either you're reading about me or you're just responding to superficial looks, mm-hmm. and I'm not interested in that. So, and and I, and I want to also include that you know. My purpose of online dating is to seek a long-term partner. Um, there's a whole echelon of what people are looking for. Yeah. Ranging from friends to married couples looking for other married couples to be friends with. Oh, really? All the way to polyamorous relationships. <laughs> like, there's all kinds of ways that... And, and different dating sites cater to different yeah. needs, you know? Okay, Cupid, for example, ten percent of their user base um, are are seeking mates of the same sex, and there are other dating okay. sites mm-hmm. that do not accommodate that. So yeah, and then there's like sites for uh, certain religions, like there's like Christianity yeah. ones, singles, there's Muslim Jewish, ones, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's like so many different choices to find what you're looking for. Have you found a site that? you're comfortable with yet or are you still in the exploration mode i found two that i've stuck with for several months now yeah and it's meeting you with compatible people overall or what are you thinking yes yeah, so uh, out of the seven sites that i uh have used over the past eight months um four of them have resulted in dates and good dates yes generally <laughs> <laughs> primarily positive experiences i will say i had two uh, I've had two out of five or six, um, dates or, or dating relationships, mm-hmm. two for states that, um, were just first dates and one that mm-hmm. was incredibly uncomfortable mm. and one that was uncomfortable after the fact. Okay. That because when funny. I responded and when I followed up and I said, I'm not interested, uh-huh. I got yelled at. Oh. That, that was pretty funny. On the phone? On, by a text? Like, how'd you get yelled at? Um, not, not by text, actually. So he took a step back because we did have each other's numbers and we were texting. Okay. Um, the follow-up was much later that evening, like after 10 p.m. Okay. Um, through the dating website. Oh, um, okay. Telling me, you know, how flaky I was. and Flaky? I should not, you know, I should have just told him. I should have acted like an adult i don't know something like this so flaky at, not as in being ditzy but as in like i need to get out of here kind of thing or what do you mean by flaky i've never been heard you described as flaky so let, let me get a bit more specific here at the end of the date mm-hmm. and this this all this often happens you end the date and and either you say or your date says so this was fun uh if you'd like to do this again, and there's a mm-hmm. neutral way of doing it and there's a pressured way of doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The neutral way is to say, if you'd like to do this again, reach out to me. And that sort of leaves it like you can open-ended have no contact further contact with that person. And there's an implied understanding that it's okay. Moving on. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Which I have had. Mm-hmm. Um, but this individual said, so can I see you again? And mm. my response was, well, I've had a couple drinks. Can I get back to you? Oh. Which was which was the honest truth. So flaky. <laughs> no, <laughs> right? that seems fine. Don't pressure me to answer on the spot. Yeah. So I did follow up and say, uh, 
you know, I had a great time. Mm-hmm. I think we're ultimately different people. Mm-hmm. And so the angry, the angry message came several hours later. I'll see. That seemed like a res- like a reasonable response yeah. too. What was uh? Do you mind sharing what was the angry message? Like, um, are we talking curse words? Like no, was you were or? flaky. You should have treated me like an adult. Um, that was a real turnoff. Uh, <laughs> you know, something wow. to that effect. But that feels like the adult thing to do is yeah. to say, "Hey, I'm not interested." Yeah, I had a couple drinks. I'll Pardon me. Rather than just disappear, not speak to them again when they said it. It well, I think the other thing that I need to point out is, um, and I'm glad I went on this date. When I, when I first showed up to the bar and and greeted the person, mm-hmm. he was silent. And I mean, I said hello, and then I said, "Hi, my name is Leah." Mm-hmm. And he sort of mumbled something, and then okay. I just got here. I need to go to the bathroom, and then ran away. <laughs> and kind of went, and and so okay, fine. You know, we're all entitled to some nerves. Yeah. Um, but the way the rest of the evening progressed, and what I took away from it, and this is something I learned about myself, is that I cannot be with a shy person. Oh yeah. I I mm-hmm. and and I. Maybe I knew that about myself, but I wasn't able to articulate it like that because I am not a shy person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, shyness is a weird thing because I remember I used to be called shy and I don't think I am at all. And it is something that you can change, I, I think anyway. I don't know. I, it's, it's a real hindrance on yourself. Like it's, you're putting a hindrance on yourself as a human being if you're a shy person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help you with your job. It doesn't help you with your communication. It doesn't help you with anything, really. There's no point in it. Like, just get out there and be yourself. It's true. And even if you are uncomfortable, you know, <clears throat> man up. Well, sorry, that's the wrong expression. <laughs> but be brave in that moment to yes. say, hello, my name is blank. Nice yes. to meet you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah. what I was also trying to allude to is like, when you're shy, you're, you're not getting across who you really are. Like yes. it's a hindrance to yourself. There are instances where I need to go places and I need to say, okay, Diane, we're going to go talk to some strangers today. Yeah. You're just going to go up to them and be like, hello, I am so-and-so. Yeah. It's true. And, and you just and speak you, to them and you just do that because... You suck it up and you do it because you're an adult. Is, yep. <laughs> but apparently I am not an adult. No. <laughs> See, that's but funny. But you weren't the one that ran away to the washroom. Interesting. Because the <clears throat> in the book I read... Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, well, he was talking about what happens when things don't go well and you don't want to continue seeing this person. And there's kind of three options. You either tell them honestly what's going on or you kind of just disappear. Ghosted. Yeah, ghosting. Hmm. Um, or you kind of like lie and come up with some elaborate excuse about what's going on. And most people said that they just ghosted and disappeared. But they also said that they appreciated honesty from the other person and kind of, you know, a, a conclusion or a final statement. Closure is nice. Sort of thing. Yes. So despite people not actually following through with that themselves, that's what they appreciated from the other person. It's true, because I will say, uh, constructing that text message saying, you know, what was I really trying to say? I was trying to say, we're too different. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yes. Um, and no hard feelings. Like, mm-hmm. It's yeah. no one's fault. We're just different. And yeah. and then you sort of go through in your head and you go, oh, do I sound mean? Does that sound like I'm implying something? Are they going to ask me what I'm implying? 
It is difficult. Apparently, it's, you get yelled at too. Well, <laughs> and isn't that revealing too? Well, how how does that help things? Like, oh, now that you've yelled at me, I realize my errors, and I'm <laughs> well, interested that, in I, you. That's, like, that's what I thought. Like, that's never gonna work in your favor, guys. Come on. So, but mm-hmm. but this was an isolated insti- incident. So I'm, I'm happy to say that most experiences have been uh, mature. Oh, that's nice. And respectful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've learned a lot. Did you put a lot of thought into your profile picture? I, oh, yeah. And Good. what maybe what is it? And or maybe you had very variations or different choices that you went through? Right. So good question. So I specifically do a no makeup profile picture uh-huh. and I contrast that with a makeup picture and so to put that into context um, my no makeup picture is also is is me holding up a fish that I caught so that this helps to encompass you know outdoor exactly interests. some of your interests because it's listed there in your profile but mm-hmm. it, it's it's all encompassing too yeah and um not not to be gender specific, but there are a lot of people that are impressed by a woman holding up a fish that she's caught. Yeah. Um, and and just to just to backtrack briefly, there uh, I have been yelled at by a vegetarian online for <laughs> oh. holding up the fish, of course, <laughs> and accused of eating said fish. So again, okay. um, wow. So I, I am I am specific about that, mm-hmm. and uh, I have been told that my profile pics uh, don't do me justice in terms of real life, and I'm okay. glad that that's like that's what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. That's better. You that's know? a better scenario. Mm-hmm. To be exactly. In. Yeah. All right. So this is a good time to share my story. Okay. You have an online dating story, Pete. <laughs> I do. From uh, I think it was 15 years ago. From Lava Life. I don't remember who I was with, but it was probably Lava Life because I don't know what else I would have picked back in the day. Okay, go ahead. Mm -hmm. But it was a long, long time ago, and I was out between relationships, I believe. And uh, yeah, I was meeting this person. I think she reached out to me first, and we had a phone call, and it was not good. I don't even know why I agreed to even meet in person because she was like a very rich, well-to-do person. And she just like talked about that she didn't really work or her dad pays for everything. And then it's like, well, what are you about? It's like, oh, I'm a musician at the time, you know, I was playing in the band, making money at that. And he's, and uh, so what kind of music are you into? And she's like, well, I like Nickelback. And it's like, oh boy, I should have ended <laughs> it right there, but I don't know why uh, I continued with it. But I remember we met, um, and uh, it's one of those classic things where you're looking at your profile picture, and I guess you're sort of defining what you think a person is. Right. Uh, her profile image was not, who she was like I what do you mean by that it was a totally different person like I think she took a different photo okay because it was not it was not her I didn't recognize her at all like totally different person anyway the weird thing was we just met at a coffee shop I got the two coffees and uh she found me because I guess I looked like my photo and uh we sat down and she was really pissed off for some reason and I couldn't figure it out and I was trying to make some small talk I was like hey blah 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 blah. how are you doing um and she's like upset and I was like what's and I knew this wasn't gonna work and I was pretty much done with it but I was just trying to be friendly and eventually I just asked her I was like what what is the problem and she's like I thought you had blonde hair was the (laughs) issue do you did you have blonde hair in your profile pic I don't think so oh 
And I was like, what? That's, that's like the problem? And here's the twist is she was like 6'4", 300 pounds. Like she was a large lady. Okay. Super and large. Not and that, that was not her profile picture. That was not her profile <laughs> Oh, photo. I see. I see. At all. <laughs> yes. But she came to this thing and was pissed that the color of my hair was different. So it was just like, this was a weird double thing. And I, and I just, I looked at her as like, all right, well, I guess we're just wasting time. And then I left. Right. So see, even if you hadn't have said what she looked like, it, it, be, it is obvious there that the superficiality of, you know, everything that you, you talked about. She had money, she didn't have to work, things yeah. like that. These are things that you can rule out. But so, it's such a weird twist that you are the epitome of that example, though. Like, But it's very revealing, right? So yeah. I, I like that you said that you had a phone call because that's something that I've been doing Yeah, is the first oh. date, quote-unquote encounter, is a phone call. Oh, okay. Yes. Just a, a chat. Just a chat, all mm-hmm. of which have resulted in let's meet in person. Okay. Yeah. So it's a nice way to sort of bridge the gap between the information. Like you, you can have a, a mile long profile. Mm-hmm. There's still going to be questions that arise, you know, about this person that you're reading about. So the phone call is a way to get, get into some of those things, questions, but also mm-hmm. to see if you have a rhythm at all with that person. See, yeah, Pete and yeah. I were talking about this the other day, thinking, you know, we have, we know single friends. I wouldn't even know where to begin yeah. in like matching some of them because right. they could have similar interests, but who knows how they're going to actually be together in the same spot, it's like true. speaking together. And I don't, I wouldn't know the first place where to start right? in terms of thinking of that. So I, I've been there too. Uh, had a mutual friend set me up with another friend. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a little a little bit safer. I, I mean, mm-hmm. the first date, the phone call would be a great place to start as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I think you can sort of throw those people together. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't... <laughs> And, and, it doesn't. You know, make everyone <laughs> sign a waiver before <laughs> saying, you know, <laughs> it's, it can be tricky, right? Yeah. Well, then, yeah, it messes up your friendships too, right? There's potential yeah. for potential that. Too. Yeah. If people don't mm-hmm. behave uh, in a respectful manner. I have a question Ooh. about profiles because this, I remember having a talk with you. We were going on a walk, I think, uh, through Mount Pleasant Cemetery one time. That's right. And we were talking about this. And uh, I have an issue with profiles. I don't know how you would improve them, but I remember I was talking with you. It's like, it's got to be so hard to write out a profile and say, this is exactly who I am. Cause I've always had a real issue explaining to someone exactly who I am. Right. Like you can't just go, well, who, who's Pete? Who, who is he? Right. It's like, Oh, are you a, a musician? Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean I mean, that means so many different things, right? Like, how do you define that? Yeah, what does it mean to you? (laughs) Or you saying, family is important to me. Well, I mean, there's different degrees of that, or what does that mean? Maybe uh, your brothers are very important to you. Maybe you have a great relationship with your aunt. Like, it's there's all these, like, very specific things that are hard to get across, I think, in paper. It's very true. So I definitely, over the initial six months of doing this, rewrote my profile six times yeah and a lot of that came from reading other people's profiles um when you come across one that's well written you you go go back because the other thing that happens is as you're you're searching through matches or looking for Mm -hmm. potential matches they all start to sound the same 
sense of humor, down to earth, creative. (laughs) I like to cook. Yeah. You know, so, so this is what I alluded to earlier in terms of a quote unquote constructed reality. Online dating has been a very interesting experience for me because you, you ask yourself that question, who am I? And then you have to write it. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty good writer. Yeah. And I've struggled with this a long time. And it's really, it's, it, it really is an exercise in self-examination and self-reflection. Going, who am I? What is mm-hmm. important to me? Um, what am I about? Do you have a character limit on these websites? Uh, I yes, hope so. there is. Yes. I would hope so. Yep. Yeah. There is. Well, obviously, I don't think you want to go on too long. I don't think I've ever met that limit. I don't yeah. think I've ever come up yeah. come up against mm-hmm. that. So, but it's a good point. I mean, you can say I'm a musician. That's very nebulous description. Yeah. Um, I can I have can say family is important to me. So the way I develop that further is to say I make time for my family. I have a big family. I make mm-hmm. time for them. Mm-hmm. And if you can't deal with that, you know. Yeah, but there's all these like subtleties, right, going on in the profile, but I don't know if they'll be read that way. And I think this is what I'm trying to say is my issue is you can try to state who you are, but it doesn't mean they're going to get it based on what they read. There's just so many ways to interpret things. It's sort of like when you send a text message to someone and then they get offended because they right, didn't understand. The, the tone is lost. The tone mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and there's and we're just such complex human beings. Like personality is so many things it's i would have a really hard time and i think i did uh putting that into a portfolio not portfolio a profile (laughs) profile yeah so so put it this way the the most recent profile that i wrote uh some of the messages of men that have reached out to me have their message initial message has been uh i really like how honest you are and Hmm. i can appreciate how down to earth you are and so if you had to you know, if you had to describe me, would honest be one of the first five words you would use to describe me? I don't think so. Probably not one of and the first I five. That, I, can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine someone who's down to earth writing, I'm down to earth in their profile, <laughs> yeah. because that's almost like the complete irony of it, right? Well, speaking of ironic, the, the, guy, the one that yelled at me, the first thing on his profile is, I'm awesome. <laughs> I thought I was going to say, I'm calm. Yeah, I'm chill. Calm and collected. <laughs> this, this is a shy person, and the first thing he says is, yeah. I'm awesome. Yeah. So, but but the the whole point, Pete, is it's just a starting point. You have to get past that, and that brings mm-hmm. us right back to, you know, get beyond the. There there are some brass tacks there, and that's what I like about the profile. I need to establish important things, mm-hmm. uh, political views. You know, for me, environmentalism is very important. If if you're a far right wing conservatist, we probably aren't going to have a lot in common. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. At this age uh, or stage of life, you know, late 30s or early 40s, there's a lot of people who perhaps have not started a family yet, mm-hmm. and that's important to them. So you need mm-hmm. to be on the same page about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, marriage, you know, is marriage important to you? Do you see, you know, if someone says, mm-hmm. yes, I absolutely want to get married one day, mm-hmm. and the other person says, no, I never want to get married... That is not going to work. That probably won't but, change. Yeah. yeah. Right? Cru- mm-hmm. Crucial things. So mm-hmm. it's sort of like if you can get that first stage uh, ticking the boxes, so to speak, okay. and then we get to the phone call, and then we get to in person, 
It, it's a process, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, now, yeah. And does it, like the book seem to allude, some people can spend hours doing it to the point where they're exhausted. Writing their profile? Uh, the whole thing, start yes, to finish. Absolutely. Profile, filtering through everyone, getting to that point of actually meeting people and actually like successfully meeting someone at the end. It's a lot of time. Have you found that that's a significant amount of time? It, it's, ta- it's a lot of time. It's a lot mm-hmm. of energy. That's mm-hmm. the other reason I like the phone call because um, I don't have to leave the house. I don't have mm-hmm. to think of somewhere to go. I don't mm-hmm. have to call my friend and arrange a safety check, you know, so that they got it. someone knows where I am, who I'm with, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things. Um, so it is, it's, it is energy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you, as part of your steps in the process, do you ever Google the person? Ooh, that's a good question. That is a great question. No. I did that recently. I was on, uh, I was just doing customer, some, I did one of those online chat things because uh, I was having an issue with a website and they had their name and they were just being so difficult with me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to look up what this person looks like. They had a very unique name, but I, I guess it wasn't that unique um, in that culture because it brought up like a million <laughs> results. But uh, yeah, that's, that is interesting with the age of the internet. There's so much information out there. Like mm-hmm. you are not a private person anymore, especially if you're on Facebook and sharing your life. Like there's, there's a lot, yeah. a lot about you out there for mm-hmm. sure. I, I've been invited to view someone's Facebook page. Like if you want to know more about me, look at my Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. Interesting tactic. I could see it being a, a good thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like I'm saying, the profile being limiting, this is another way to further get across who you yeah. really are, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd have to do a lot of work to censor your Facebook and be like, I am this person when I'm really this person. Well, on Facebook, you can go back a couple of years and see what they were posting a couple of years yeah. ago compared yeah. to now. So, that's right. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, what sorts of dates do you typically go on after you've gone through your profile searches, phone calls? Right. So, um, I've been on a first breakfast date. Wow. I've been on drink date. I've been on a second, uh, date. Let's go to the art gallery. Nice. Because that's Mm -hmm. something that's important to me Mm -hmm. is someone that can, they don't have to appreciate it. They just have to be able to tolerate it. <laughs> sure. Without, you know, hating every moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Subsequent dates. Yeah, yeah. The first date, I think the, the drink thing, I've, I've had people ask me to dinner on a first date, mm-hmm. which I've, you know, absolutely turned down. That's a okay. big commitment to a lot of time yeah. where you can get through mm-hmm. one drink in you know, less than an hour. And if you decide that that's enough, um, yeah, keep it, I keep it pretty simple. Mm -hmm. Uh, I always make sure I know, like I say, I set up the safety. I tell a friend where I am, Mm -hmm. um, and that I have to check in with them. And actually, ironically for the breakfast date, I wasn't going to do that. And then about an hour before I thought, well, that's silly, you know, Bad things can still happen in daylight. Yeah. Yeah. So I did uh, still set it up. Uh, I have a question. Um, 
certainly 15 years ago when I did the online dating, there was a stigma mm-hmm. about online dating. Like uh, anyone who had ever really met online dating would come up with a, they'll fabricate some other story. Like, oh, we ran into each other at a bookstore and just hit it off or <laughs> whatever. Like they'll, they'll change the story. Do you feel like that's still a thing now in this current age? Uh, I think it's nowhere near as much as it used to be. I would um, hope so. My, my, a good girlfriend of mine who has pushed, pushed me for years to do this, mm-hmm. um, said, you know, Leah at, at our age, everyone's been online dating. Almost everyone's mm-hmm. been online yeah. dating at some point. That's what I feel like too. I don't understand why there would be a stigma anymore. Well, mm-hmm. and to address your point, Pete, I have come across people who in, the, in their profile, they say, don't, don't worry, worry, I've got a great story lined up for when people ask how we meet because <laughs> they great. are embarrassed. Huh. I don't get that personally. I don't, um, I don't either. I remember, I think, I think I was talking to Diane about this. Um, like we order groceries online. We do our work online. We share photos with our family online. We do so much stuff online. Why is it that the one thing like dating and meeting people suddenly is like, oh, <laughs> that's weird, man. You use your computer for that? Right. So another thing that's interesting on, uh, I'm going to say, most of my first dates is the conversation turns to, so how's online dating working for you? Or mm-hmm. do you have okay. any stories? Or mm-hmm. has everything been okay? And again, mostly shared positive stories. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I going with this? <laughs> stigma? stigma of dating? <laughs> oh, the stigma of dating. Yeah. Um, yeah, people have asked me, you know, why, why are you doing this? And, okay. and my answer is, well, I, I work very hard. Um, I, I have two jobs and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing some graduate work as well. And my other answer is in, in my line of work, which is interior design, mm-hmm. I said, quite frankly, um, I work with a lot of women and gay men. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't come across a lot of straight available men. So in order to do that, you know, I could join a gym or go rock climbing or a soccer team or yeah, but that doesn't work all of either. those things. Well, who has time for that? I mean, let's be yeah. real. But this is the thing. This is the other thing about the stigma that I don't understand is like, it's, I think it's a better avenue than bar dating, like meeting someone in a, in that kind of scenario or certainly, mm-hmm. Oh, I ran into you at the gym. Like, I don't know. Like those almost seem like worse scenarios to meet someone and kind of, get who they are well very quickly i was using those as examples of where i could yeah meet available men yeah i know but i mean those are those are not stigmas like if you said you met them at the gym or we just met each other at the bar it's like right i don't understand why that's not just as embarrassing or more so whatever (laughs) i also find that i don't i play sports and sure there are probably single men around but there comes a point where i just play with the same team over and over and over again so then it's true this is yeah how would i meet different this is a this is another part about the the time of our lives right um our lives you know it's not like we're in situations social social situations where we're quote-unquote making new friends Mm -hmm. on a regular basis we're not in university anymore well some Mm -hmm. of us are (laughs) like you and me (laughs) diane (laughs) (laughs) But um, 
you know, I'm, I'm doing e-distance learning. I, you know, I'm not going to end mm-hmm. up on a date with someone from my online class forum. Right. Pro- probably not. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is possible. Um, but it, I, I do think it's true. I think we get into um, our habits as we get mm-hmm. older and yeah, there's just not as much opportunity. So this is why you have things like meetups, mm-hmm. you know, is with, it's just people with like-minded interests get together with other people with like-minded in- interests. And there's all kinds of interesting uh, new apps that have just, you know, come about in the past six months that are, you know, find a running partner in your neighborhood or find mm-hmm. a dog walker, you know, someone you can walk your dog with. Mm-hmm. anything I just had a kid anyone else in my neighborhood just have a kid let's go shop for daycares together like yeah so mm-hmm. technology is uh, I think an advantage in that way that wasn't those types of resources weren't available before it's true speaking of apps have you ever used tinder I have not okay good for you <laughs> Just curious, because some people use it just for fun or try it out just yeah. to see what it's about. You know what, though? Like, that's serving a purpose, and if it, mm-hmm. it seems to be doing that purpose very well. So, you know, all the more power to it. Mm-hmm. And, and earlier, you know, you were mentioning all the different services. It's like, it's, it's good that there are options so that it's you can tr- find yes. the one that most uh, is symbiotic with you. It's absolutely true, which is also why I specifically not said which ones I found work for me because it is different for everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm not here to say, you know... Use this use one. Use this one. Yeah, yes. because it is different for everyone. Yeah. But I I never... I don't know a lot about Tinder. What I know, what I understand of it, the very little knowledge I have, is that's not what I'm looking for in terms of an encounter with <laughs> another man. Yeah. The only, I think, my most... I, again, gained all my knowledge on Tinder from a Conan O'Brien skit. Wow. On it. <laughs> that must so be what accurate. So what then. can you tell us then, Diane? <laughs> I know that you sign up for it and it just uh, matches. It basically shows you pictures of people that are in your area. And you either swipe left or swipe right. Which one is which? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, left is no and right is bad. Right like, is no sorry. and bad. Left. <laughs> there is no winning. Left is no and right is yes. And right which is, is yes. Which is true actually of other dating sites as well. Okay. You have and the then, swipe fu- function. Yeah. And then oh. if so, if you both swipe right, then you're a match and right. you're close in proximity to each other. So you could potentially uh, meet up after that. Um, and he's doing it with um, Franco, but not James Franco, his brother. I don't oh yeah, the other Franco. The yeah, other yeah, Franco, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they kind of go on there, and he gets matched with some seventy-year-old lady at at one point who decides she doesn't right want on. to talk to him, <laughs> right and on. he feels slightly rejected. And then they just go and meet up with uh, kind of you know a person in the neighborhood nearby, and they get to go on on camera and talk about it. And so that uh, is, yeah. yeah, many other sites are structured <laughs> in a similar way. You get matched with someone, mm-hmm. um, either by the site or by searching mm-hmm. um, and, and different sites give you different opportunities. So I can set up my profile okay. of what I'm looking for, mm-hmm. but different sites will also enable me to say, okay, I'm going to sit down right now. I got an hour uh, and I'm going to say, I'm looking for men this age with 
this, you know, background Mm -hmm. with these types of ethnicity, with this type of political view, so on and so forth. Wants kids, doesn't want kids, loves Mm -hmm. dogs, hates cats, you know. Mm. Some of them get Mm -hmm. quite specific, right? (laughs) Yeah. And you can just look based on that. And then the same thing happens. If you're matched with that person, you then have the opportunity to begin a conversation, right? Or potentially meet, so. Hmm. Yeah, relationships is, um, that's a complex mathematical equation. Um, I mean, you've already, you, you've told me a few times when you're describing your dates, it's like you're, you're looking for that special something, like a spark or something. Like that's not something you can make with math. I don't know. Like, I, I think uh, opposite to what you're saying before, you might have a super spark with someone who's the total opposite to you, right? Yeah. Who, who you don't line up with at all, who's like totally your anti-policy and politics and environment. But it's like, wow, I'm really into this guy for some reason. But how would you ever compute that? How would you ever find that? I don't think that happens as much in your late 30s and early 40s as it does in your 20s. Yeah. Okay. I I mean, put it this way, Pete. The first date often consists of me asking a few pointed, hard questions. And um, further to that, if the way I describe a date that's gone well is I will, if I'm telling a friend about it afterwards, I'll say, Mm -hmm. I will often say, he asked the right questions. Right. Hmm. And that means that they're interested in really knowing what you're about as well. Hmm. And, th- and that's something that I say very clearly in my, my updated profile. I say, for me, um, attraction happens at an intelligence level. Mm-hmm. And then things after that. So if you're not turning me on in my brain, hmm. I don't care what a... <laughs> hunk you are yeah. I, I really don't it's not enough yeah so. well that's <laughs> that's kind of common in women anyway right yeah but what getting back to what you were saying you know if i had different <laughs> political views from a person yeah. i would not be attracted to them right no i get that too yeah yeah that might be more of the younger daters versus older daters too yeah true but true true so in general in general. Are you going to keep up with this online dating? I am, yes. That's the goal? Yes, yes. So mm-hmm. I am dating right now. Um, I've gone on several dates with one man mm-hmm. and will go on another one. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> this is good math. <laughs> um, but above all, in, in my situation, at least, uh, honesty is very important. Being clear mm-hmm. about um, my goals and mm-hmm. hearing where, where that person is coming from and the expectations, you know, moving forward. It's all about being honest and upfront because it's, it's not about playing games. I mean, I, I, I say right in my profile as well, I say... I don't have time to waste and I'm not really interested in wasting your time either. So let's, let's get to what's real. Yeah. Let's figure it out. And if, if that doesn't match, then that's okay. Get right down to business. Exactly. Well, (laughs) in a manner of, (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) 
Any other stories to share? Things we didn't cover? Um, stories. So yes, another thing, you know, that for me, this has been a, a learning about myself experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you might not know this about me and actually Pete, you might not know this either, but I came to dating late in life. I was, you know, 30 years old before I started actually dating before that. What do you mean by that? What I mean by obviously seeing other people before. It's true. But what I mean by that is I, I developed relationships with people I already knew. Oh yeah. Yes. They're always kind of like friends or friends of friends or someone you knew about. Yes. Hmm. So this makes this new, right? Um, so, uh, an online dating experience that I will share with you now. Uh, we were matched online, agreed to meet, mm-hmm. and there was some texting leading up to yeah. the date. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget this, actually. The morning of, I had this sort of nagging feeling. And I thought, mm. I, I, <laughs> I had this pressing desire to ask this person if they liked their job. Oh, and okay. that's a good question though, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, as One I say, I was new to this. Mm-hmm. This was actually my second ever date in okay. the online dating world. All right. Um, so we, we met and within the first five minutes, um, we touched on a subject, uh, a political subject that we were on opposite ends of the spectrum about who, yeah, it could get tense. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the by the end of that date, uh, this person was talking about how much they hated their job mm. and were unwilling to do anything to change that, to oh. get out of it, hmm. to retrain for another career, all of those possibilities, actually to the point where they were describing... And I think it's ironic that it was a government job too. Mm. Um, that they were describing um, encountering new newbies, new people on in the department uh-huh. mm-hmm. that would come in all quote unquote bright and shining and mm. eager and mm. ready to get down to work. And he described how he and his colleagues just loved watching them Slowly. get beaten down yeah. and depressed <laughs> yeah. over the course of. And at that point, you know, I'm going, check, please. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so again, the thing I learned about myself is, Mm -hmm. is that that, to pose that question, because I'm happy in the work that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So the question becomes, are you happy? Not not just in your work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this came up again with someone else where they apologized to me for what they did for a living. And I said, no, I don't, I don't care about that. All Mm -hmm. I care about is, are you happy? Mm -hmm. You know, and there's a great, Sidebar, there's a great Huffington Post article about the whole what do you do for a living conversation that comes yeah. up at cocktail parties. Which I hate. Again. I hate it It's too. just like the profile thing again. It's like that doesn't define who you are. It doesn't. But mm-hmm. I do think that's a great question on a date because that allows them, because they're saying what they do, and instead of just defining I am this, it's like how do you feel about what you're doing? That's right. And that mm-hmm. actually gives you a chance to, like you're saying that one guy says don't hate me for this because this is my job. That's showing that maybe he's not comfortable with it. Maybe you'll connect on that way too. So, uh, yeah, you learned a ton from that guy who's like, absolutely, my job is this. It's really easy, but I hate it, and I love making people feel terrible. That's right. And it's like, oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I learned. I really so. Tell me more. 
I want to hang out with you lots more. Yeah. I can't wait to watch as our relationship slowly gets worse and worse and falls apart. And in the back of my mind thinking, is he enjoying this date? Decline? My interest in you? Yeah. All right. So well, what do you I think, guys. I would just like to. The last thing I would like to say is, um, online dating. You know, it's, it's ironic that even the three of us haven't. We've talked about it a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think it should be a topic of conversation regularly amongst people because I learned a lot about online dating by talking about it with people, hmm. with my friends, with people I'm going on dates with. You you only learn by talking about it, and. I, I don't think there's a stigma attached to it. I think people that believe there's still a stigma attached to it, I think there's something, you know, deeper really going on there. Yeah. But it, it's it's like you say, it's a part of... Culture. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very timely and very relevant, so... Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should plug that book again, Diane. You mentioned it so many times. It's called Modern Romance. By Aziz. By Aziz and sorry. And it's it's fun. It's kind of, it's my type of book. It's uh, as much as he's kind of a stand-up comedian and you know him from Parks and Recreation or other shows and he's funny, he also put some effort into it and worked with a a researcher and has some, you know, like hard facts that he really looked into um, and also looked into uh, different cultures and how they feel about dating as well, which was really interesting. Sounds very important. Yeah, sounds Mm -hmm. fascinating. And I love that this was a gift given to me, actually, (laughs) uh, from a wedding we went to recently. It was one of her Mm -hmm. friends, and uh, yeah, they got me that that book. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what does that mean, (laughs) that they gave me a book about online dating? Well, I don't think they actually knew what the book was about, (laughs) (laughs) which was helpful. I think they just got it because of who wrote it. And yeah, we like Parks and Recreation. Yeah, and he does have a very fun way of writing about it and throwing in really funny anecdotes that, you know, sometimes you just got to laugh at how terrible dating yes. in the modern world can be. Can That's you true. laugh about it? Absolutely. Okay, okay good. good. <laughs> That's Maybe. the only way you'll survive. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I think we're good. Yeah. All Thanks right. for having me, guys. No problems. Lovely to have you. Thanks you'll for sharing perspective again. on yeah. something that we really don't know much about. No, Anytime. Absolutely nothing about. So if anyone else wants to share their stories of online dating, you can send us an email at ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And as usual, we'd like to thank Field Processor for our intro and outro music. And I hear that they may be coming out with some new material as well. Very, very soon. Which is awesome. That's exciting. Yes. So until next time. Take one more. For the road. <laughs>